0: Hey, mama. Today I had the pleasure of sitting down to chat with Amanda Shakenberger of Hearts and Smarts Homeschool Coaching. As a second generation homeschooler to four amazing boys, Amanda has personally experienced the benefits of homeschooling. She also knows what it is like to deal with anxiety and being constantly overwhelmed with the duties associated with homeschooling while being a working mom and wife. Now Amanda is on a mission to help motivated moms cultivate rich family relationships through connection-based homeschooling and purposeful planning. In her programs, she fuses her 17 years of homeschooling experience, no-nonsense mom wisdom, and knack for squeezing the most out of life with her certifications as a mental wellness practitioner, life coach, and art therapy instructor. And she can't wait to help you create your best homeschool life. In this episode, Amanda and I talk all about mental health as a mompreneur. And she also shares some self-care tips for mental health. I know you guys are going to get a lot out of this interview. So make sure you grab a notebook and pen so you can take down some notes because this was a good one. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turned Mompreneur Podcast i'm andrea singletary a wife mom of two podcaster and former virtual assistant turned podcast manager and consultant friend i know you're tired of offering all the things as an online service provider you're tired of working endless hours throughout the week and not earning an income to match how hard you are working you desire to grow and scale your business but you're not sure how or where to even begin if you're ready to get the full scoop on how to successfully grow and scale your business without wait for it sacrificing motherhood or your sanity grab your coffee pull out that notebook and pen put in those earbuds and let's dig in So today on the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast, we have a very special guest. I'm interviewing Amanda Schakenberger, and I'm super excited to have her. And I'm going to have her go ahead and tell a little bit more about uh, herself. So, Amanda, tell us who you are, about your family, and what you do.
1: Hi, thanks so much for having me on, Andrea. Uh, So, yes, my name's Amanda Schakenberger. I am a homeschool coach, and so. I am a homeschool mom to four beautiful boys. They are between the ages of three and 10 years old. And we, I mean, we do we do school from home. And I'm actually a second generation homeschooler. And so I had the benefit of growing up this way. And then I ended up going to high school, like public high school too. So I had both worlds. And I just absolutely love homeschooling and the freedom that it brings and the connection um, it gives us as as moms to our children. And I've always been entrepreneurial in spirit. Before this I had a product-based business. And so yeah, that's a little bit about me.
0: Thank you for sharing. And wow, homeschooling mom of multiple kids. That is awesome. So speaking of that, I would love to know what your daily routine looks like.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Um, I'm very, I'm a very structured person, and so we do a lot of like time blocking. So often, I'll wake up at like you know five o'clock in the morning, get myself ready, have a little quiet time, and then by six o'clock, I'm ready to jump into work. So my husband does like afternoon evening shifts with work. So he's in charge of getting school going and like the breakfast and morning routine. I actually leave the house to go to my office. So between 6ish and about 1030 is when I get my work done. Um, And that's Monday through Thursday. And actually, Mondays, I have a long day. My husband is home all day with the kids on Monday. So I can have like a really good chunk at the beginning of the week. But yeah, so I work until about 1030. And then I come home and usually we'll, we'll finish up something with school, like a language arts curriculum or a math curriculum. And then we transition into lunch and about one o'clock and then my kids nap anymore. So like we're awake all day. <laughs> there is no sweet nap time any longer. So then about one o'clock, we'll jump back into school. And I like to wrap those things up about three and then we'll just spend time together Sometimes, you know, I'll do errands like grocery shopping, um, but I really like to play games or just connect with my kids. Since they're still young, we do some imagination games. Sometimes we'll do like a board game um, or just like sit together and talk. So, and then, you know, dinner and to bed.
0: I love that. And I love that you and your husband work together so well. Like, That makes a huge difference in this mompreneur journey. So kudos to him.
1: Yeah, he's amazing. (laughs) I could not do half of what I do without his support.
0: That's awesome. Um, So I know that you are now a coach, but talk to us a little bit about what your motherhood journey, um, your mompreneur journey looked like. So at what point, in your motherhood journey, did you become a mompreneur? So was it the first kid or further down the line? So I'm curious, you know, what that was like for you?
1: Yeah. So I actually started like getting my feet wet, like still being a working mom. When I just had one kid, I um, I nannied for another baby that was the same age as my, my oldest. Um, and then as the Second one came along. I was helped supporting a mompreneur friend who had an Etsy shop, and we made um, tassel banners. I don't know if you remember that like tassel banner craze with parties and stuff, but like she had a major online like Etsy empire. And so I helped her, and she's local to me. So I helped her like create the banners, package them, and mail them off. And so and then I was actually also helping another Etsy mom um, with her jewelry business and making the jewelry. And so I got to see these women that, like by no means do it perfectly, but do motherhood at homeschooling and have a successful business that help pay the bills like they went before me and they kind of took me under their wings, and I got to support them at the same time. Uh, and then there was one point um, I I have a close relationship with God, and at some point I was like, God, can I do this? And he's like, Yeah, go ahead. And the, I don't even like want to mention what it was, but my first time like starting my own business, it was like the pictures were so horrible and my products were terrible. They were like paper products, and oh my gosh, sometimes <laughs> those memories pop up on my phone, and I'm like, Oh, I don't even want to like look at them. <laughs>
0: <Right>? Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, it's just terrible, but I was trying, right? And so, I think that's what's important, that we jump in, like, if we feel this entrepreneurial spirit, we jump in and we get our feet wet and we do it messy and we learn lessons and, you know, we're not striving for perfection, we're striving for progress. (laughs) So, that. I put a lot of work into it, but it ultimately ended up failing for a number of reasons. But at at that point, um, I was like, well, I really like this business thing. And I hadn't even taken a business class in my entire life. I actually opted out of business class in high school, uh, in college, and I took computer programming, (laughs) which actually served me well. But I mean, like, I was like, yeah, I'll never have a business. Anyways, to continue on. Um, so then I kind of had this idea drop into my heart about a business that had to do with my art. And so I created a Bible journaling boutique where I also helped, I like mentored women in creating the art in their Bible. So I sold the Bibles. I sold the art supplies to go with them because the pages are like they needed specialty products. So then I I had the specialty products and then I had like a YouTube channel and lots of content that would encourage women to connect with God and to be artistic about it. And so that's, I found a lot of passion in doing that. And then I, again, I felt the call of God on my heart to serve moms just like me um, in the homeschooling space to share what I'd learned about resilience, about um, your mental health. Um, And then all the different things that I know about, you know, curriculum and, and, and learning styles and educational philosophies. Right. So that's how I got to where I am today.
0: That's awesome. And one of the things I really love that you said was just getting started, whether it's messy, just going for it. And I agree. Like I launched my business when I was 12 weeks pregnant with my daughter while caring for my one year old son. And it was pretty messy because yeah, that was like man, a yeah. rough period. <laughs> but now I look at where I am a year later and I'm so glad I just jumped in and did it. So yeah, that that's true. It's just get started. <laughs> okay. So another thing I would like to know is like what challenges have you faced or maybe you currently face as a mompreneur?
1: Yeah. So for me, a big one is not letting work bleed into my time with my kids. Holding those boundaries firm. Like I'm a super structured person, but I I have often seen this like war within me with I want business success because it's measurable and achievable and like I feel good about the differences that I'm making in other homeschool families and other moms lives and then over here like my own family is suffering because I'm on the phone or I'm busy texting or sending boxer message or replying to emails and they're not getting the best of me right and so that's probably the biggest struggle for me is that like that it, I don't want to call it balance because I don't really think balance is achievable. It's like, it's all fluid, right? What worked yesterday isn't going to work today. And what works tomorrow isn't what's going to work today. I fully believe that. But being aware of what is my motivation in this moment? And what is like, how can I fulfill my role as a mother, a mom entrepreneur, because right mom comes first, how can I fulfill that role best right now? Right. And so for me, a lot of the times, it's Get off Instagram. Mm-hmm. Get off. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, or if I have a client that I need to connect with, think, hey, boys, I'm going to go connect. I, I have boys. I'm going to go connect with this person or write this email for the next half hour. And then when this timer goes off, I'll be back and present. What do you want to do when I'm all done? Because I'm really looking forward to time with you. Right. So making sure they know that they're a priority and that I want to be with them. But I need for the moment, I need to remove myself and help this person that I'm committed to helping. Right. And not making it about success, but making it about being a mompreneur. Right.
0: I love that. And that's a really good tip of setting a timer. Because you're right, it's it is a struggle within like trying to like, okay, I I need to dedicate this time to my clients. But wait, I'm a mom first. And so I like that of setting a timer so that way you're limiting yourself. But also that alerts your boys like, okay, mom's supposed to be done. Now let's go get her so we could tell her, you know, what we want to do. So that is such a good tip.
1: Yeah, it really helps our family and they know what to expect. And I think when our kids know what to expect, they feel safe and seen,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Especially in
1: these younger years. Yes. And so helping, like having a both and kind of lifestyle, right? It's not, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to ignore my clients and be with my kids. It's how can I do both and shifting yourself in that moment in order to create the best scenario, like a win, win, win for everybody.
0: Yes. I love that. So, One of the things with like being a mompreneur and as we're talking about, you know, that struggle within um, a lot of times our mental health is impacted. So I'm curious for you, like when you first, you know, started your business and everything, did you struggle with, you know, your mental health? Was it impacted at all? And if so, how did you handle that?
1: That's it. a great question and it's actually an ongoing question for me like oh did I struggle oh no I still struggle
0: yes
1: (laughs) I'm still figuring it out I'm sometimes I like put myself back on that struggle bus and then other times I'm like peace struggle bus we're done you know so it's I think again like this sort of thing is is fluid and I have like really good moments and really good seasons where I'm strong in my mental health and then there are times where it's not And so probably like three weeks ago, like my way of being, it gets into like my way of being like, how am I being in this moment and looking again at my motivations, right? Is my motivation for being on Instagram, like to get the work done, like just be present on Instagram or like, what is like, why am I feeling this pull or just being aware of my emotions in the moment? Because sometimes I'll be honest, I'll, I'll use um, Instagram as an escape. Right to escape my kids, escape what I'm feeling. So, just being really aware of how I'm being in the moment. And if I'm feeling overwhelmed, okay, well, why am I feeling overwhelmed? And talking and coaching myself through that. And so, my mental health, like in the beginning, was truly awful. Like, it was like I didn't sleep even when I was pregnant with my third son and, and launching my, my product based business. Like, I couldn't sleep that night. And it would like I just remember like crying. I had a VA at the time, and I was just like crying to her. Okay, I just really need your help. Like I, it, I mean, the lack of sleep, right? That's yeah. literally like torture. And when we do that long term to ourselves, we set ourselves up for a lot of health problems. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been a struggle, and really valuing myself enough to take that time and not. Allowing that, well, I'm a mom. I just means that I don't take care of myself or I don't get ready in the morning or I just get my kids' leftovers. No, I am a worthy human being. And I like a shower is not self care. Like I have to tell that to myself all the time. I'm like, well, I got a shower today. Or a lot of times, (laughs) gosh, I'll be really honest. My husband will come home from work and I'm like, I don't know when I last took a shower. And he's like, okay, so honey, I'll take care of the kids and you go take a shower, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously there are seasons. Like when we have little mm-hmm. babies, right? They need yes. all of us, right? And so, like so yes. I, I get that there's, there are seasons. But when we allow that season to continue or we don't begin making shifts to prioritize our mental health, like going for walks, journaling, just having 10 minutes where we're sitting and like, thinking our own thoughts without them being interrupted. Like, you deserve that. You deserve an hour of that. But is that practical, depending on how many children you have? Like, I hear you. But you deserve that as a human being and really, like, getting it into our, like, mind, body, and spirit that we are worthy of that. And it's not being selfish. It's putting that oxygen mask on ourselves first, right? So whatever, when it comes to mental health, I think the key is appropriate self-care right? And that doesn't mean I'm getting Mm -hmm. my nails done every week. That might mean it for you. But for me, that's like my quiet time in my Bible. That's doing some doodling. That's connecting with a girlfriend, you know, making sure that that is just as much a priority as my business and as it is like to take care of my children's needs. They're all the same. It's not one's not more important than the other, right? Right. having that mindset that I am worthy has really, um, it has helped me make a lot of progress in that area.
0: I love that. Definitely. It is a mindset shift. Because like you said, when you first bring that baby home, the focus is on them. And especially as a first time mom it's like, okay, oh my gosh, I got to keep this baby alive. (laughs) Yes, yes. I remember with my son too, like I did not sleep because I was constantly checking like, is he breathing? Is he okay? Now with my daughter, like second time around, I'm like, oh, she's fine. Yeah, I hear you. So it's like you and then sometimes you can stay stuck in that, especially after they turn one, two, three years old, they're more independent, but you're still stuck in that. So definitely being mindful of what season you're in and not Staying there longer than you need to. I really like that.
1: Absolutely. And I think I know, just talking about like thinking about motherhood and business, right? We were talking mm-hmm. earlier about being messy. Like think about your oldest, right? You brought them home and you thought, oh, what the heck did I get myself into? I thought I could <laughs> yeah. take care of a human being. Like where was, where's the book that comes with this crying thing? <laughs> you know? And yeah. it, it's the same thing like when we're starting business, right? We're doing everything's mm-hmm. a little messy, we're a little hormonal, there's a lot of emotion mm-hmm. with it, right? And hey, guess what? Like by the time the second one comes around, oh yeah, they, that's raisin's been on the floor for I don't know. I mean it's fine they eat it. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> right? Those so things get yeah. smaller as time goes on.
0: Definitely. <laughs> Okay, so sticking with the topic of mental health, let's talk about like mom guilt carrying the mental load of motherhood and mom rage and like how that can play out in your role as a business owner. And so I guess like let's talk about that in a sense, like what it looks like and any tips you have for navigating that.
1: Yeah, no, that's really good. That's those are all really important topics. And I love that you labeled mom rage because that's something I've dealt with, and that's something mm-hmm. that there's a lot of shame around, and then we hide, and it gets worse. I'll come, I'll come to that. But with mom guilt, I feel like it's holding, it's like being intentional with our boundaries and holding firm, and also being okay with the struggle. Right? Like we're not here to make our children happy. Like I, I hope that my mom's intention with me was not to have a happy child. It was to create a resilient a resilient adult who enjoys life. And that does, that means that there's not going to be, there's, there's struggles, right? And that's mm-hmm. okay. Right. But holding firm to our boundaries, being intentional about them and then holding firm to them. Like when it comes to work, like, okay, you know, when it's 11 o'clock and I'm home with my kids, I'm not on my phone. Right. Mm-hmm. My phone is down. My sound is off. Like nobody is getting a hold of me. I am here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, uh, what was the second thing you mentioned?
0: Um, So carrying the mental load of motherhood.
1: That's right. Yeah, I think especially, so moms in general, I think um, we carry too much, right? We aren't good at asking for support. And we need to get like the whole, it takes a village to raise a child is like super corny, but it's a stereotype for a reason because that's the way mm-hmm. it is, right? And then we think, Whatever it is, because of our culture, we need to do it all by ourselves or we can't ask for help that makes us weak or like getting support from our, maybe we don't have a husband or a partner, getting support from our own mom or getting support from a friend. Like we feel ashamed Mm -hmm. about that, but why? You know, we aren't meant to carry this load by ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got to like shut out what culture says and do what's right for us and our family in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As mompreneurs, right, there's another layer of the load. And so for me, I know what helps me like not get overwhelmed. I had a girlfriend the other day. um, She's like, what are you doing in your business? And I was like, I don't even want to say all the things because they might start crying. Because there's just like so many things happening. And to verbalize them would probably take a good hour and a half, right? Mm -hmm. So
0: I'm
1: like, I'm up to some things, you know? because what I'm doing in that moment is I have like business Amanda when I'm in my office, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I get home, I just I compartmentalize it and it helps me carry the load. And then when I'm home and we're doing school, it's like time blocking, right? This is the time to think about school. I'm not gonna worry about that business text message I just got. I am here, right? And then when this time block is over, I have you know a half hour, to fill in those gaps while my kids happily play or Mm -hmm. eat food, right? And so really, like, again, back to those boundaries and holding it firm and then asking for support, right, where we need it. Like, my husband, sure, I could still be in charge of breakfast and homeschooling and try to, like, fit in business in between. But I asked my husband for help Mm -hmm. instead. And it's working out very beautifully, (laughs) right? Yes. So... (laughs) Getting rid of the shame, uh, surrounded with that, being firm with your boundaries, asking for help. And then finally, thinking about mom rage, right? Because for some of us, that's a very rare um, occurrence. And if it's a very rare occurrence, like you apologize and you move on, right? Because there are... like so, I have some... I know some moms that are so sweet. I'm like, I want to not like you because you're so sweet, but I know it's genuine, <laughs> Yes. Like, will you raise your voice like ever? (laughs) Because you could hear me at the park shouting, shake it further, it's time to go! And I'm like, I don't know if you've ever raised your voice that loud in the last year. Um, So for those of us who experience the mom rage, right, we need at first, first we need to see the cost of what it's costing our family, right? Mm -hmm. We need to see the cost, but we're not going to sit there. We're going to see, okay, how is this affecting me? It's because rage is not good on my body, on my hormones, on my mind, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to move through this for me. But how is it, like, what is it costing my kids when I talk to them like that, right? And that gets really painful. And it's not like, okay, let me sit here and beat myself up for what a piece of crap of mom I am, right? That's not going to get you anywhere. It's Mm -hmm. recognizing that. You're like, okay that's where we're at. This feedback is neutral. What can I do to move forward to create something new for my family? And so for me, that has to do with a lot of um, mental health tools like breathing, self-awareness, creating Mm -hmm. a very detailed plan when that mom rage starts to come on me. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm literally going to run to the bathroom and take five deep breaths. The kids can be pounding on the door. Like, you know, obviously if somebody's got a knife in their hand, right? I'm not going to leave them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like safe. There's not a fire, right? I'm going to run to the bathroom and I'm going to take like five minutes and I'm going to lock the door. And I'm just everybody, mommy needs a break. And I'm going to calm myself down. I'm going to calm my nerves down because... The explosion, first of all, isn't worth it to me because then I'm going to be depleted, and it's certainly not worth it to my kids because we're creating this cycle that my kids need to be afraid of me. I don't want to parent like parent them out of fear. I want to parent them through connection, right? And so yeah. I have my calm down moment, and I go out, and then I say, "Hey, you guys, sorry. I got I got really upset, and I needed to calm down, and I'm sorry I got really upset. But you are worth the effort. You are." You know, you don't deserve me to talk you don't deserve anybody to talk to you like that. And so I want I want to treat you with kindness and grace. So either we continue the conversation or I say, we're gonna need to circle back to this because it's really upsetting me. Let's do something else together right now. You know, whether it was, you know, we were working on the curriculum or we were playing a game and we got really frustrated, right? We'll circle back when I have calmed down and also on a side note, right, to understand the um, hormone reaction inside your body, like what's happening physiologically. And, like, you're Mm -hmm. not a crazy person. Like, your cortisol just spiked. And, Mm -hmm. like, within 24 hours of your cortisol spiking, it's easy for it to spike again, right? So making sure, like, maintaining peace is the utmost priority rather than getting stuff done Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, whatever it normally is. Like, maintaining your peace and calm so that mom rage doesn't peak again, right? Mm
0: -hmm. So a lot
1: of self-awareness and and a lot of breathing. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Love that. Such good tips. Okay, so we are getting close to the end. So I want to know, what is your number one mompreneur hack?
1: Mm. I've mentioned time blocking, but that's like, Mm -hmm. girls, I get crap done. Like I get it done and it's like, for some people, like a lot, I know a lot of people who are very successful entrepreneurs who have ADHD, right? Mm -hmm. And so they actually work in 15 to 20 minute sprints, And so Mm -hmm. they'll have, you know, sometimes in the beginning you might need an actual timer, Mm -hmm. but you might not. So you work like super intense for those 15 to 20 minutes. For me, it's actually 45 minutes. I'll do 45 minutes and then I'll do five to 10 minutes off. Mm-hmm. Right, now I'll go take a walk. Uh, for me, like I really like to stretch my body, tap into my breathing, like reground myself, and then okay, what I'm going to work on for the next 45 minutes is, and then I get into it. Right, mm-hmm. and so working in those in those sprints, you are highly productive, right? Because we only have so many hours in the day as mompreneurs. So being highly productive in those working hours,
0: mm-hmm. because
1: I can get done in 20 minutes. Um, what would take me two hours with my kids around, right? Mm. Because I'm so, so focused. So the hack is working in those sprints, um, giving yourself those small breaks, whatever that looks like for you, and having that dedicated time block for you to be uninterrupted and fully focused.
0: Love that. I'm definitely, I've been doing the time blocking and makes a world of a difference. Like when I first had my daughter and I was like trying to get back into the swing of things with my business, I was struggling. And I was because I was trying to take care of the kids, work on stuff, respond to emails and all these different things. And it's like, you can't be successful that way. Like, one of the things I'm really big on is that if I'm in my work time block, I am in that work time block. I'm not doing other things. I'm not going to do the laundry. I'm not going to wash the dishes. Like I am working on stuff in my business. So very important. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Share with my audience, like how they can connect with you.
1: Yeah. So if you um, are interested in homeschooling or like you are a homeschool mom, it's totally doable as a mompreneur too. It actually like plays into the lifestyle a lot better I think. Um, mm-hmm. at least that's the way it works for me. So um, if you I have my website home, uh, homeschoolcoachinghelp.com but I do a lot of things as well on um, homeschool coaching mama that's on Instagram. And uh, I, I would anybody who's listening who wants to learn more about homeschooling or just like managing your time with when your kids are home and working, I would be happy to offer a, a free thirty minute call where we could just connect um, and you can we could talk about like your single greatest struggle and o- help you overcome that. So I want to open that up to anybody who's listening.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. And I'll be sure to link all of that in the show notes. Well, thank you again for being on the show. It was truly a pleasure having you.
1: Thank you, Andrea. I'm I really. Welcome. Those are great questions. And I think you sharing this um, is very valuable and helps a lot of moms feel seen, right? Mm-hmm. And heard. And there are There are solutions to the challenges we face there. Mamas, a lot of mamas have gone before you and um, are willing to share their hacks and their journey. And so thank you for providing a platform for that.
0: No problem. Thank you, mama. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast just gave you the confidence boost and insight you needed to take your online business to the next level. Will you do me a huge favor and share this episode with all your mompreneur friends? Sharing this episode and leaving a review will help us to reach all the mamas out there who are ready to take their current business to the next level without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me over in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.